from the Holy Trinity Church in Inwood, New York City. Welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air, where we meet musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home here in upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and today we welcome mezzo-soprano Carla Lopez Speziale. Carla is a mezzo-soprano with experience in opera, oratorio, as well as symphonic and chamber repertoire. Some of her most notable roles include Carmen in Vicente Carmen, Delilah in Samson Delilah, Azucena in Verdi's Il Trovatore, and the old lady in Bernstein's Candide, uh, and Bloody Mary, obviously, in Rodgers and Hammerstein's South Pacific, among many others. Her symphonic performances include Mahler's 2nd, 3rd, and 8th symphonies, Brahms' Alto Rhapsody, Bach's Mass in B minor, St. John and St. Matthew's Passion, and Wagner's Weissendach Lieder, to name a few. She has been a winner of competitions such as the Vincenzo Bellini in Italy, the Metropolitan Opera National Council auditions in New York, and the Carlo Morelli competition in her native Mexico, among others. Ms. Lopez Speziali hopes holds a Bachelor's of Music in, from the National Conservatory in Mexico and a Fulbright Fellow received Master and Doctoral Music Arts degrees from the Manhattan School of Music. We're going to talk to her about her career and so much more, but first, let's listen to a performance by Carla Lopez Speziali. Oh, 
that was wonderful, Carla. Thank you so much for being here on Inwood Artworks On Air. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here with you. It's good to see you. Um, so how are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, well, in this rainy morning, but yes. it's, it's cheerful no matter what. <laughs> uh, well, always great to see you bright as the room. So, uh, so can you share with our listeners what we just heard you perform? This was uh, the old lady's aria. I am easily assimilated from uh, Bernstein's Candide. And um, the old lady is a very, very fun character. Um, it's a, a, a lady that has suffered a lot through her life. And um, she said that she was kidnapped. And then they were famished. And they had to um, slice one of her butt cheeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> but this has taught her a lot of, on how to be easily assimilated. Well, it's such a fun character role. I, I, I <laughs> yes. couldn't pass up showcasing you in that. I think it <laughs> did a fantastic. I wish I was there for it. Um, and uh, it was a great performance. Uh, how you. early in your life did you start performing? Um, well, not too early. I was in high school. And then, um, <laughs> this is a funny story. Uh, we were I was studying French, and then the French class organized a competition, and uh, you had you could be like singing a song or performing a a theater piece or doing whatever, anything in the arts. And so I used to play the guitar, and so a few friends and I said, "Let's make a choir and let's sing in French." So we made a little choir, and I was also in a theater group, and um, we did the. Le précieux ridicule by Molière. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but you know. As you like... do in high school. I mean, <laughs> what high school did you go to? School of Creative Performing Arts in Mexico? I mean, that's pretty awesome. But the choir, the choir prevailed. We did not win, unfortunately. Okay. I don't remember who won. All right. And, um, and that was maybe, yeah, yeah. The, first, um, the first time I performed in public. So that was your first singing, public singing experience, huh? Yeah. Wow. And look at you now. <laughs> pretty, pretty exciting. Um, and did, did that give you, like, like plant the bug, like, gosh, I want to start training as a singer, or did that come later? No. You know, it was, it was very interesting because there was another, another girl who, who is a professional singer now, Silvia Rizzo, a good friend of mine, and she told me, you know, they're going to have auditions for the conservatory. And I was like, oh, that means I can be a professional musician? <laughs> <laughs> And, and that got me so interested. I, I wasn't sure about being a singer because I, I wasn't sure I liked opera. Can you believe it? And now I'm, not, I'm an opera singer. Listen, I know a lot of opera singers who aren't <laughs> sure they like opera, so I think it's totally fine. I just didn't know it. I was, you know, I had yeah. this prejudgment of it. And um, I, I used to play the guitar, so I said, I'm going to go into the conservatory to play the guitar. Uh, but unfortunately, I was too old for an instrument. I was already 16. And the cut line was like 15. Oh, jeez. So it's like, oh, well, I'm still young enough to go into voice. Yeah. I'm going to audition as a singer, okay. and then I'll switch to guitar. But I took my first voice lesson, and I was like, this is where I belong. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are your instrument. Yeah. You know, that's, that's you. A little, little, little different, right? Um, right. Wow. That's a great story. I love them. I love them. Um, well, you've had such a... You've, you have had and continue to have a distinguished international career. Um, so I have to ask you, how did you find your way from Mexico to Inwood? <laughs> well, not, um, not, not the bustling metropolis like 
<laughs> you would think, <laughs> even though you are technically in New York City, so we'll give ourselves a little bit of credibility, right? But a lot of people do not know her in what is on the map who are New Yorkers. Um, right. Well, I don't live... I mean, I, I, when I was at Manhattan School of Music, yeah. I was living, you know, in the Upper West Side. Sure. And, um, and then I, I was, like, you know, looking for church jobs and stuff, and I started singing at um, a church in the Bronx. And so I had to come to take the A train here mm -hmm. and take the 12 bus right. here. And X then 12. I saw, it's like, mm, this is a nice neighborhood. <laughs> I think I like this area. Yeah. Grows on you, right? It's a very special um, group of people. And I was telling someone the other day is that what, what a great neighborhood where people like you and others, you could be bumping, you walk down the street and you hear someone practicing opera or you hear people playing piano or you hear people playing guitar or they're out on the corner. Like people take full drum kits and play out, outside, <laughs> you know, on Dykeman um, or wherever else. I mean, it's really great to see so much arts and culture in the neighborhood. I oh, think yeah. that's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know. um, as, you, as you mentioned, um, it's amazing. I mean, I just met a fellow musician that lives here that, you know, it's, it's really um, a very rich community in the yeah. arts. And that's beautiful. It's a place I want to live, right? It's a place you want to live. Yeah, yeah, of course. And if you're not living here and you're listening to this somewhere, maybe in Los Angeles or uh, Mexico or wherever, <laughs> you know, there's there's plenty of room for you. But just uh, don't bring your whole family, okay? Just <laughs> keep, 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 keep it small. Um, so let's chat about um, your life as an opera singer. Um, it's, it's, like I said, there's so many different roles, and um, we couldn't possibly cover all of them. But if I, if one, if, if one were to survey your career thus far uh, and uh, your resume, if you will, uh, they could not miss the fact that you are a notable Carmen performer. <laughs> um, you've performed this role in the United States at the Marin Center in California, in Mexico, at the Palacio de uh, Bellas Artes in Mexico City, uh, in China, at the Hangzhou Theater, uh, among other venues, uh, Hong Kong, I believe, as well. Right. Uh, so. I would think you could write a book that would define <laughs> this iconic role. So, um, selfishly speaking, I want to ask, uh, as a kind of a theater geek, opera geek here, um, so I want to know, I ask you, who is Carmen to you? Hi, Carmen is many things. You know, it's a very, of course, everybody says this, it's an emblematic role, right? Um, it has so many um, facets, so many um, different aspects of, of the character. And uh, the challenge is to balance them. Um, I remember the first time I, I sang it, you know, people were advising me, oh, just make sure that you don't make it too liberal or you, you know, you don't want to make it too um, modest. It was like, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the main characteristic, I think, uh, of hers is the search for liberty, for freedom. No, she's constantly talking about la liberté, the freedom, and that's in the freedom of um, musically freedom as well, um, character-wise, freedom to to live the life without boundaries. Mm -hmm. No, that's why she is a, a gypsy. You know, she, they're going from here to there. They're um, they cannot be tied to, um, she cannot be tied to anything. Mm -hmm. Not, 
not to Don Jose, not to even Escamillo, I would, I would say. You know, there's a very interesting part um, towards the end that's that when she's telling Escamillo and like, uh, yes, I love you and um, may, the, she says, I, I have never ever loved anyone more than you. And I was like, no, I think she loves her freedom more. <laughs> Very interesting. Great <laughs> insights, but true. It's, it's, it's small things like that. You put the magnifying glass on, they pop up, right? Right. And seeing, and seeing where you are. It's like, well, she's using what she, she's using her persona to get what she wants. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, very much so. So she's in control. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. And that is what makes it, makes her very interesting. Mm -hmm. It's like, as a, as a performer, you have to be very in control, mm -hmm. you know, and not try to be something else. Yeah. Just be yourself in control. And be present and bring yourself to the role. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm always <laughs> fascinated. We don't get to hear much on uh, interpretations of character, which I think is wonderful. Um, so do you have any other bucket list roles that you're aiming for right now? One of the dreams now that I have is to sing Amneris in Aida. I've started it, and I was this close to singing it, and the production came down. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's a great role, and there's... Plenty more opportunities for you to take that. Oh. Maybe we can do it here in Inwood. What do you think? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Got to find the right venue and to find the right... It's a, it's a big show. We can, um, we can let go of the elephants. Yeah. <laughs> no elephants. All right. We'll see you at 207th Street if you can bring them up and down or not. But that's what a great show, though. Absolutely great show. Um, yeah. Well, I want to turn our attention to your classical and chamber work, um, symphonically speaking. Uh, we'll say, uh, I read somewhere that you were deemed, quote, the best singer of Mahler in Mexico. I mean, how about that for alliteration? Uh, so I think it's only fitting we give the people what they want to hear. Uh, this is quite different from the world of opera. Um, so Carla, do you want to give our listeners some insight on your approach to the material and what we're about to listen to? Yeah, well, um, this is Mahler's third symphony. Uh, it's, it's the longest symphony that Mahler wrote. It's like 15 minutes, right, or so? Um, well, oh, my part. Yeah, that, that part. Yeah. yeah, no, but the, the whole much symphony, is, symphony is an right. hour and a yeah, half. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is. I mean, <laughs> Mahler is one of my my closest composers. I I, I love performing Mahler. It um, he writes so beautifully for for the voice, for the alto, for the mezzo voice, especially I think. Uh, and what we're gonna hear is the uh, fourth and fifth movements. The fourth movement is for. Um, orchestra and alto solo. It's um, on a text by Nietzsche. Uh, o Mensch, gib acht. Pay attention, O Men. Um, it's so beautifully, the way, it's so beautiful, beautifully intertwined, the way the orchestra is like the main character, but then the, the voice comes in and, and how the orchestra stands Star, starts in pianissimo. Everything is just so ethereal, but so grounded at the same time. It's it's just beautiful. And then the next movement um, is with the children's choir, and it talks about Peter. And uh, and in in this movement, the the soloist becomes Peter, and he says, "I have." How can I be? How can I be, I be cheerful if I have betrayed the Lord? And the choir 
says, cheer up because he forgives. Amazing. Once again, Carla Lopez Speciali.
that was Carla Lopez Speciali singing Mahler's Symphony Number no. Three, uh, Movement Four, What a Man Tells Me, and uh, Movement Five, uh, What the Angels Tell Me, with Orchestra Philharmonica de Jalisco, uh, Guida Mar Maria Guida, conductor. Uh, really beautiful work. Really beautiful work. It's it's gorgeous. His music is just so beautiful, and. Um, I should also mention that uh, with Maestro Guido, Maria Guida, yeah. uh, we had worked before doing Wagner, like the Valkyrie, we did the Ring Cycle in yeah. Mexico. And uh, so it was, it was very, very different and, and a wonderful opportunity to do this kind of music, which is pretty different. Yeah, <laughs> no? it's very different. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, I mean, music such as the universal language, mm. um, is, what was the reaction to that, uh, that in that audience? I mean, we're, we will hear, we'll hear it a little bit on the, on the, we heard it a little bit on the video and the, the, the song, um, uh, the recording of it, excuse me, but uh, I, it's for everyone. That's what I think people forget, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, the reviewers were, were very, very nice. Uh, I think the, the audience really enjoyed it. And um, something that I, I liked about it is the stillness of the music, but the energy moving. Right. So, I, I mean, it's, it's just... And you're just sitting there absorbing that, that ginormous orchestra and all that sound. Yes. I mean, that's just, that's just to me, it's, you don't get... It's, it's cost, it just costs so much. People don't understand. It costs so much to do a, a symphony. Uh, it, it's 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 such an investment, not just in the players themselves, but the time to rehearse and just getting people's schedules to match up, <laughs> including the conductor. It's very much and the singers, obviously. It's very difficult. So, uh, what a wonderful performance! So, thank you thank for that you. gift and oh. for, and for all of you all doing that. Thank you. And I just want to mention uh, from the previous performance yes. uh, that was with the um, Bellas Artes. Orchestra, which is the and, and the Bellas Artes Opera, which is the main opera company in Mexico, mm -hmm. and that was conducted by Eduardo Diaz Muñoz, another Mexican conductor, who actually studied with Leonard Bernstein. Awesome! So, That's the Candide piece, people. Right. We, we did earlier. Um, amazing. Well, I wish I was there to see more of their work. Mm -hmm. Maybe they can bring it here. <laughs> um, well, thank you. Now we've given both um, a, a public sample, of both your opera and symphonic work. I'm intrigued to ask. What's ahead for you here in 2023, 2024 coming up? More Mahler. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and I didn't mean to do it, folks. Perfectly. It just happened to be that way. Whereas we, tell us, where are we coming to see you? Yeah, to Mexico City okay. uh, in the fall with the Mexico City Philharmonic. Um, we're going to be doing um, Mahler's third again. Awesome. Yes. Very cool. All right, folks, you have your marching orders. Yes. Get your plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we'll start a nice uh, Inwood Artworks uh, satellite office in Mexico City. How about that? Why not? <laughs> um, well, uh, also, um, Carl, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. But before we go, I also want to mention, too, is you're also the music director at uh, Good Shepherd here at Inwood as well. Yes. You're doing, you're doing fantastic things there. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, um, I was a little scared at the beginning. Uh, but it has been a wonderful, a wonderful gift uh, to apply, you know, all the musical knowledge that I've acquired and learn new things. You know, um, conducting a choir has been so rewinding, so rewarding, rewarding. 
um, it's 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 just beautiful. It's just um, it just creates a more integral musician, I think, uh, for me. Well, and when do you have openings in your choir? Yes, yes, you're always just, welcome. Just plugging that here too. If you're Please. looking to sing, for if you're a singer or just want someone who would like to sing, you know, get in touch with Carla at Good Shepherd, and she'll put you to work. Yes, yes, <laughs> you're always welcome. We're doing beautiful things. Excellent. Well, before we say goodbye, where can people go to find out more about your current and forthcoming jobs? Well, you can go to my website, carlalopezspeciale.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Carla Lopez Speciale Mezzo. Uh, Instagram is Carla La Foto in Spanish. <laughs> Folks, you can follow her where she said, and uh, we'll put uh, some of those links in the description of our episode. Carla, thanks again for taking the time to be here with us today. Thank you so much. You bet, you bet. So once again, this is In What Artworks On Air. This is an artist spotlight episode, uh, which is where we meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes who make their home here in Upper Manhattan. If you have a moment, please show us some love right now by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. Thanks to Holy Trinity Church here in Inwood for hosting us and to Hidesites.com for uptown promotional support. And you can support On Air and all of our programming by making a tax-free donation at inwoodartworks.nyc backslash donate or at Venmo at Inwood Artworks. Be sure to follow us on social media to keep all that we do, which includes the Inwood Film Festival, Filmworks Al Fresco, pop-up art galleries, live performances, and so much more. Inwood Artworks On Air is proud to be supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. And what Artworks programming is made possible by the New York State Council on the Arts with support of the Office of the Governor and the New York State Legislature. From the top of Manhattan and the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Aaron Sims for Inwood Artworks On Air. <laughs>